I'm Jessie Aredia, and you're listening to Soul Care for the New Mom, a devotional podcast designed with new moms in mind. Today, I want to share with you ladies a little bit of how Soul Care for the New Mom came to be, because I believe that some of you out there have a story like me. Some of you feel as though God has given you a passion or a dream or a gift, yet you have a tendency to fear those things and to not want to walk in them. Part of the process of creating soul care for the new mom was me having to wrestle with my own fears. Because as much as I wanted to believe that this gift and this passion for writing is from God, I also was terrified of letting him down and of losing myself in the process. I've had a passion for writing and encouraging women in their faith for years. While I was still an itty-bitty baby in my faith at the ripe age of 15, I created a simple, humble WordPress blog and started writing away. I can't say for sure how good those posts were back then. I know I've definitely come a long way in honing my skill and creating my own style since then. But the thing that's remained the same through all these years is the main passion and purpose behind why I write. I simply want to make Christ known. But when I started college, I found myself surrounded by so many other young men and women like me who had big dreams and visions for their lives. A lot of us were passionate about social justice and speaking up on things that matter and finding creative solutions to the world's issues. The circle I found myself in my freshman year was exhilarating to be a part of. We spoke words of encouragement into each other, wanting to call out the gifts and visions in one another. And as this 18-year-old just starting to discover who she is, I suddenly found myself craving purpose and identity. Because I was getting a lot of positive feedback on my blog at the time and having many people affirm the gift of writing in me, I became extremely determined to pursue writing as a means of proving my worth in this world. Suddenly, my identity was wrapped up in my performance as a writer, and I found myself becoming obsessed with getting more followers and more shares and likes. I fixated on using clickbait titles and savvy tactics to make sure my name would be known. It's true that I started out wanting to glorify Jesus, but I only ended up caring more about glorifying myself. By my senior year of college, I resented this so-called gift because I could look back and actually see just how far I had fallen, and it terrified me that I was capable of doing this. I imagined God being so disappointed that I wasn't stewarding my talents well. And so, as a senior in college, just recently married and about to start a family, I did what I thought was best at the time. In order to protect myself from this selfish ambition and corruption, I decided to put my talent on a shelf and stop writing altogether. I told myself, if I'm going to lose my soul over this, it isn't worth it. And I really did mean it. A year went by where I didn't think about writing hardly at all. And if I did, I was quick to dismiss it. When my daughter was born and I instantly fell in love with being a mom, writing certainly wasn't on my radar then either. And yet, after just a few weeks of enjoying this precious, amazing newborn, I started to feel that there was something missing. There was this powerful tug on my heart and I couldn't explain it or dismiss it. All I knew is that I was waking up in the middle of the night with entire blog posts being written in my head and everywhere I turned I was seeing something or experiencing something I wanted to put into words and share with others. I just couldn't shake the feeling that I needed to start writing again. But I didn't want to feel this way or think these things. I just wanted to enjoy being a mom and for this to be my passion and my purpose. 
while after a lot of hesitation, many, many tearful conversations, and countless prayers and cries to God, I did finally start writing again. And let me tell you, the words came to me so easily, I almost couldn't type them out fast enough. Before I knew it, I was publishing post after post, most of them about my personal journey into motherhood, and the response I received was overwhelmingly positive. It was so empowering and encouraging to know that I was having a positive impact through my writing again. And here's what's the most amazing part of it all. As I was writing, I found myself feeling so refreshed and alive. And yet, as excited as I was to be doing something I love, again, I still had that crippling fear. I couldn't stop thinking about how I felt like I failed God and misused my gift back in college. So I continued to wrestle with my fear and wrestle with my guilt. And on a a particularly rough and emotional day, I ended up telling him that I didn't think I wanted to write anymore because I was just so afraid of losing myself in the process. I even went so far as to say to the Lord, I wish he hadn't given me this passion and talent in the first place because I had a baby girl to think about now and I didn't want to get caught up in something that could potentially distract me from being the best mom I could possibly be. Now, up until this moment, I had been playing around with the title of a ministry, Soul Care for the New Mom. And this is important to know because the day after I had this conversation with God, I found myself listening to a podcast in which I kept hearing the phrase soul care being repeated again and again. It immediately caught my attention and I began to feel something stir in me. And so I asked God one more time, what do you want me to do? What do you want from me? Now, I very infrequently have occasions where I feel like I'm hearing his distinct voice, but right there in my car, I knew he wanted me to hear these words. Jesse, you're so afraid that if you do this, you will lose your soul, but I'm telling you that this is how I'm going to nurture it. Those words stun me then and still make me catch my breath and make me get emotional even now because I've seen just how true it is. How faithful the Lord has been in caring for my soul through this process of creating and moving forward with soul care for the new mom. Stepping into this ministry, being able to use my gift to encourage and connect with other moms in this same season as me has breathed life back into me in ways that I didn't even know I needed. It's changed the way I approach each day giving me a sense of freedom and purpose, and it has fueled my fire within my motherhood journey, making me more into the woman I believe God always wanted me to be. And this is why I want to encourage you by talking about these things and sharing my story today, because maybe, like me, you have a passion or a dream or a gift that you think the Lord has given you, and yet you've been too afraid to walk in it. If that's you, can I encourage you by saying this? There is grace for you as you question and discover what role your passions and gifts play in walking out the Lord's will and plan for your life. So don't be afraid to dream. It could be that the dreams on your heart have been put there by God through his Holy Spirit because they're not just your dreams, they're his too. I think as moms, it's so easy to dismiss or neglect the things on our hearts. We hold back from pursuing our passions and we keep ourselves from walking in our talents and our gifts. You know, sometimes this really is what we ought to be doing for certain seasons in our lives, at least until there's more margin and we feel a peace from God to move forward and pursue them. But then there are times when we're choosing to not pursue these things because we're afraid of letting him down or losing focus of what matters. Sometimes we're just afraid of neglecting our calling as a mom. We want to be the best moms we can be, and so we somehow come to believe that that means pushing everything else aside. But here's what I want you to consider today. 
Maybe instead of holding back on pursuing your passions and gifts so you can focus solely on your calling as a mom, the Lord is desiring for you to pursue those things alongside your calling as a mom because he wants to breathe life into you through these things and in turn enable you to walk with even more strength, confidence, and peace in your motherhood journey. All that I'm talking about here reminds me of the parable of the talents in the book of Matthew chapter 25. Through this parable, Jesus is showing his disciples the importance of anticipating the kingdom of heaven. He compares the stewardship of a master's valuables being given to his servants while he's away to our stewardship of what God gives us during our time here on earth. If you're not familiar with this passage, the parable ends with the master returning to find that one of his servants did not invest or make use of the money that was given to him. The servant actually says to him in verse 24, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here, have what is yours. Now, I don't know about you, but this servant's response resonates with me because I know what it's like to be afraid of letting my master down and how this fear can almost paralyze you. Of course, it makes perfect sense that he just held on to what he was given. Why risk losing it? But I'm humbled and challenged by what the master says to this servant next. Starting in verse 26, he says to him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has the ten talents. For to everyone who has will more be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. I love that the word abundance is used here because I think we forget sometimes that our God is a God of abundance. As it says in James 1 verse 17, he is the father who gives every good and perfect gift. As tempting as it is to fear our failure and do nothing with what the Lord gives us, whether it be a passion or a dream or a gift, there's far too much evidence of the Lord's love and grace for us to remain paralyzed and hide our talents away. He wants to use us and bless us and to lead us into even deeper waters of relationship with him through our obedience and our boldness. Mama, I want to remind you today that the Lord has a great plan for your life and he has put desires, hopes, and dreams inside of you because he wants you to walk with him on a journey in which you become the woman he created you to be. So I challenge you today to ask him what those things are. Ask him for the purpose behind your passion. Ask him for discernment and how you can use your gifts. And if you don't even know what your gifts are, ask him to bring them to light in such an obvious way that even the enemy's most cunning schemes can't keep them hidden any longer. Ask for freedom from any fears that are not of the Lord and have been holding you back from walking in the path he has for you. And then ask for the boldness to walk in that path, obediently submitting to him with every step. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Don't be afraid to ask or to seek. He is a God of abundance and his perfect love can cast out your fear. Let's pray. Lord, you are the giver of gifts and dreams. You have a unique plan for each of our lives and you know how we can best serve and glorify you. So God, today we're asking for wisdom and discernment and freedom from any fears or lies that may be holding us back from walking in your plan. 
If there are passions you have given us that you want us to pursue, continue stirring this desire in our hearts and prompt us to walk in obedience. If there are giftings you want us to use to bear witness to your goodness and glory, help us lean into those gifts and perfect them in your name. If there are dreams you've put on our heart, show us the right timing for pursuing them and keep us aligned with your priorities every step of the way. Jesus, we worship you and we want all that we do to be a reflection of our worship. Sweep away the dust and breathe life into us and bring us into your will through these things. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.